0: Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females.
1: Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best to take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it.
0: Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know.
1: And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide.
0: Hello, and welcome back to episode 16. That is six and then a teen, we made it, Jen.
1: Yeah, I don't have a song. I tried to think of one then.
0: oh well, right. None of your pals been messaging you with no, I good. didn't
1: have the demand from the public this week.
0: I just want to make a. Uh, I'll just give a quick thanks to everybody that didn't message Jen. I appreciate you being on my side. Isn't there a
1: sailor Swift con- song that's 16?
0: Don't care. Never gonna find out because you're never gonna tell us. So before Jen <laughs> thinks of that song, um thank you to everybody who's been inputting your steps in onto the website. If you haven't done it yet. Head over to uk forward slash podcast. The link's also in the podcast notes. So if you can't bother typing that in, just go into the podcast notes underneath the podcast. Click that link. It'll take you to the podcast, cod, blah, 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 podcast page. take you to the podcast page.
1: Oh, but, I don't mean to play us. I was <laughs> so
0: playing us I wasn't was. meant to
1: play us. I was, what I was going to do is tell people how to get to it because I didn't know this. Okay. So if you're on Apple um, Podcasts, if you swipe up on your screen... You can see episode notes, and then if you press show, then the link you can get to the link because I didn't know how to access the um, podcast notes.
0: Maybe yeah, everybody else didn't. It? it was just you.
1: Well, there's bound to be one person listening who didn't know they could swipe upon the screen.
0: There's one person speaking who didn't know.
1: I wonder how you do it on uh, Spotify. Do you know?
0: Uh, so basically, when you go onto the actual episode,
1: listen, learn, and burn. I feel like
0: this is something we should do before the podcast.
1: What? Why?
0: we doing it live, so it should say there.
1: Oh yeah, so that one's dead easy, isn't it? You just press C yeah. more and it's there. It's not as obvious on the Apple podcast and I always listen to podcasts on there, so.
0: Basically, if you're getting stuck, just go on the flannanburn.co.uk forward slash podcast. <laughs>
1: I'm just trying to make it easier for people. I know,
0: so am I. Little so you can put burn.co.uk. steps in and we
1: genuinely, I know we joked before Christmas about giving away a cheese hamper, but we genuinely have a price to go for it when we hit 100k. Do it. Yeah. What is it? I know what it is.
0: Good. Right. As soon as we hit 100k, it'll be worth getting. Make sure that you're inputting your steps. Let us know. Put them on the website. Once we hit 100k, we'll tell you. And then we're going to throw everybody's name into a hat. Not an actual hat. but a draw. A Probably metaphorical hat. Metaphorical hat. Mm-hmm. And then whoever wins will win the best prize you have ever won in your entire life.
1: He's like, saying that? He's no idea what I it is.
0: I can guarantee you that.
1: Yeah. So make sure you keep updating your steps that you're doing while you're doing the podcast. So check them now. You've already missed a few while well, we've been rambling on.
0: I reckon you've done about 500, unless you've not moved. But and then you've not done any. No. talking about today's podcast, what are we talking yeah. about,
1: John? Uh, we're talking about how to lose weight without tracking calories, which Ooh, may seem that's not possible, is so... it? You can't lose weight without
0: tracking calories. That's it's physically impossible. You'd have to track calories to lose weight, surely. Well. Is that true?
1: Not necessarily, no.
0: Explain. Expand. Tell me more. So, I'm interested.
1: I think... Oops. <laughs>
0: Sorry, my map just fell on the table. <laughs> right next to the microphone. I imagine it was very loud.
1: Oops. Um, so, I think the thing to think about is here that, yes, we are aware that even if you don't track your calories, that calories still count, so we're not disregarding that, Um. but... Doesn't necessarily matter what you put into My Fitness Pal or whatever other tracking app that you're using. What matters is what's going into your body. So you may be inaccurately entering the calories that you're tracking anyway, or you may be inadvertently. Does that mean like not, not purposefully purpose. yeah. not purposefully missing things off? Um, so you can track calories and still not lose weight, or it may be that you track. Your calories so low that you end up craving loads of stuff and overeating, and therefore the tracking becomes pointless. There's there's loads of different avenues we could go down here, but you can also not track calories and lose weight. And today we're going to talk about that because although we are very much on the bandwagon of well, not it's not bandwagon on the science mm. that is calorie deficit. Um. We do use calorie tracking as one of our main tools with clients, don't we? Mm-hmm. But there are ways to lose weight without the need of tracking calories.
0: Absolutely, and I think for most of us, tracking calories is going to make you more aware of what you're doing. So for a lot of people who start tracking calories, what we've noticed, and a lot of the conversations we have with clients is, oh, track my calories, it didn't work. And I'm like, right, okay, what was your target? Well, I set off at 1,200 calories a day, I got to the middle of the day and I was like, I can't do this. I've already had 1200 and it's one o'clock. And then you discredit the whole idea of tracking calories. And so a lot of the time with clients, we actually track calories without any actual calorie goal, which we can go into a little bit deeper in a minute, but we actually tell them to use it as a food log rather than just a calorie target because anybody can set a calorie target. And by the way, working out your calorie target takes about five seconds. It isn't a difficult Mm -hmm. job, so please don't buy a calorie target off someone. But the goal of just using my fitness power as a food log makes you more aware. Makes you more aware of the decisions you're making on a day-to-day basis. That extra awareness can potentially allow you to then make different decisions. For example, you might have your breakfast, have your dinner, and then you might be thinking, "Hang on, I kind of wanted to eat about 16 to 1800 calories a day today. I'm at 12. What can I have for my tea that's about 500 calories, something like that?" So even though you're not necessarily being coached and guided on different things that you can do. It's making you more aware, so you're then making different decisions on a day-to-day basis, and it's those different decisions that are helping you get into that calorie deficit, and it's that calorie deficit that is helping you lose weight. Now, the downside of this is, that's great on Monday, and it's probably great for the rest of the week, and it might, for some people, be great for the rest of the month, but you're gonna to have to do that forever. If that's the only thing you're doing, is just trying to be aware of stuff whilst tracking calories, mm-hmm. That means that for the rest of your life, you're gonna have to be constantly thinking, right, what can I do next? What can I do then? Or you may even have another way of doing it where you plan the whole day ahead and you think, right, I've got 1800 calories tomorrow, what am I gonna do? Well, I'm gonna have this meal, this meal, this meal and this snack, which again is a way that we've done it with clients in the past, but it's not a long-term solution because we don't want you to have to plan everything you ever do with food. We want you to get to a point where you've built up habits so that your calorie intake is what it is. Not because you've had to overplan it, not because you've had to track every single meticulous gram of butter that's going onto your piece of toast, not because you've been set a different calorie target on a weekly basis by an influencer on social media who's selling you something that you don't need to buy, but because your lifestyle means that you're eating that amount of food. Simple as that. Now, the way we do that-
1: Oh, so sorry. That was, that was my ankle. <laughs> it's
0: on a roll then. Um, sorry. The way we do that, and Jen's going to run you through one of those options in a second, Is or two of those options, in fact, mm. is we still get you to track the calories because we need some awareness. And don't forget our job is coaches. We want to coach you. We want to help and guide and support you. We've no idea what you're doing. We've nothing to help, guide, and support yeah. you with. And one of the examples I always give is it's like going into a financial advisor and saying, I really need some financial help. And he says, or she says, well, okay, let me know your income and let me know what you're spending. You go, no, nah, I don't need to know that much. I'm not telling you what I'm... I'm not telling you what my income is. I'm not telling you what I'm spending. Your financial advisor is going to say, well, how do you want to help you then? If I've no idea what you're spending, if I've no idea what your income is, I can't help you with your finances. I can't give you any guidance. So that's one of the reasons, or one of the main reasons we get clients to track calories. It's for us to know a bit more, but it's for you just to understand what it is you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And again, we want to make sure that when we're doing that, it's whilst we're building up habits.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important. I think just having a calorie target isn't going to work alone. We you with with that, Matt? We're making all the external signs today.
0: Just so everybody knows, I didn't do that on purpose, but Gem's just started making us some... Is it macrame?
1: Oh, know knows? Macrame, macrame.
0: Macrame mats. And the ones we've currently got are like a cork mat, aren't they? And they're like... I don't know how to explain it. They basically they sort of like sucker hug, themselves to the bottom. They hug the mug. Yeah, they hug the mug, which is... Oh, why, why are Matt's not called mug huggers? I don't kind know, i am just come up with a thing. Yeah, you have, we'll sell them. And um, <laughs> basically they hug the mug, so when you lift it up, it kind of comes with it, and then he goes, oh, I can't bother with this, and then just <laughs> drops to the table. But unfortunately, that doesn't allow for a lovely listening experience for you, so I do apologise in advance.
1: Uh, I had some stuff to say, but I've just thought about something else. So oh. if anyone was on uh, Phil's Instagram this week, when he did his post on Monday, it was a snippet of a video of the podcast... And they saw me absolutely zone out, looking oh, yeah. like I literally was the angriest person in the world. I just thought I felt myself doing it. Then I think it's my yeah. listening face.
0: That's your listening face.
1: I think like I just zone out because I'm listening to you.
0: That's so nice. I didn't know you listened to me. <laughs> Jenna always says I'm a really good listener, so it's nice to know that you repay the. Yeah, uh, I listen sixty
1: percent of the time. You do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I felt myself doing it again then, and I was like, oh, no, Jen, look alive.
0: Film <laughs> my want this not, video. Film my on this, not new, this for Instagram. Be I think
1: because I'm on a podcast, I don't really think about what I'm doing with my face.
0: You should. They always say that when you're speaking on the phone, you should always smile, because the person on the other end will be able to pick up that smile. Okay. Not like that. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so um, in, in relation to calories, going back to that, um, I think something that phil touched on there is with clients if even if we are working towards a calorie goal uh aim is at some point to um give them the tools to understand what their body needs to be and even without that calorie goal there and um, because it's not a tool that we want to rely on for the rest of our life it's a tool that's always going to be there but it's not something i mean no one wants to spend the rest of the life tracking calories i mean lot i do it quite a lot. I'm tracking for fiber in it though at the moment more than calories, aren't I? Was I was gonna
0: say I think I would I would disagree in a way because some people do just quite like tracking. Yeah, calories, I think right? there's I'm data people
1: it. who just like a bit of data. If
0: you're in a job that requires data, you probably yeah gonna like I it
1: quite sometime. like just I quite like it for that reason that we just said that in just bringing a little bit of awareness to mm-hmm. what I'm eating. I think I think it does make me more aware of what I'm eating and um and all those kind of mindful strategies that i work on with clients as well that help with that awareness but it's just another tool for bringing awareness like you say and um, so there are two options that we've got in terms of um tracking calories and building up habits i'm sorry but i don't understand what that means
0: that note yeah i've written a note for this <laughs> podcast i'll apologize so right when we write I notes did,
1: we did like discuss this before yeah. and then i've just read it and gone i don't know what that what, what we say. were what we were supposed to be talking about what
0: i do when i write notes is um i do it differently from most people so if you needed to write a note you'd probably make like a shortened version of that thing wouldn't you because that's what note is. i don't i just pick like the five keywords and throw them down on a piece of paper and hope that i remember what i was talking about <laughs> um so i'll pick up from here because oh. i made no sense oh, So basically the point I was trying to make in my notes that me and Jen have already discussed.
1: I think that as soon as Phil touches on this, I'll understand the point he was attempting to make, but the notes don't really make
0: sense. Yeah, the notes make no (laughs) sense. So basically the first way of doing it is basically the way that you've probably done it in the past in any kind of like six, eight, 12, 16 week fix, quick, short burst of losing weight, all these different challenges and plans is where You track calories, but you don't build up any habits. You probably get really quick, quick results, but you probably don't sustain those results because as soon as you stop tracking calories, you do exactly what you were doing before you did. Or, yeah,
1: it's a bit like learning... Uh, sorry to put in, but that's like learning how to eat a certain number of calories that isn't appropriate or relevant for your body realistically, isn't it?
0: Pretty much. And even if it was appropriate and relevant, you wouldn't be able to keep doing it because you're not tracking them anymore, so you wouldn't know. Yeah. You wouldn't have a clue. Even if someone set you the most perfect... Well, not that it exists, but if the perfect sustainable calorie tag existed and someone set it you and said, right, I need you to do this for the next eight weeks... But I don't want you to build up any habits after eight weeks when you stopped and you stopped tracking, you'd have no awareness of what you was doing. And you just go back to the original habits that you already had, because the only reason right now you're doing it is because you're tracking. So the second option, and this is the way that we like to do it with clients is, well, not necessarily like to, it, is not to track calories because this is another way of doing it, but only focus on your habits. And this is what we're going to talk about in today's podcast, because we mentioned at the beginning, we wanted to help you lose weight without tracking calories. So you can do it the third way, which is the way we do it with clients, where they track calories and build up habits. But the second way, as I was just about to go into, is to not track calories, but to only focus on your habits. Now, the downside of this is your weight loss is potentially going to be a lot slower and you might not get any results at all at first because it's not going to be very accurate and it's going to be a little bit up and down and you're not really going to know what you're doing day to day initially however those habits that you built up are going to be long term and eventually they're going to be things that you can sustain for a very long time which means that you're going to be in a much better position to understand what you're doing on a day-to-day basis but like i said we try to do a combination don't we
1: yeah we do both i think bringing awareness through tracking calories but not necessarily to a goal we kind of start off where you're just looking at awareness and then maybe work towards a goal but by that point you'll have already brought awareness built up some really good habits and it becomes really easy to hit that goal because I think too often we'll have clients who potentially are eating say 2,000 and need to bring that number down to 1,400 and just saying right cut 600 calories at your diet overnight is actually quite difficult and challenging if you've not got much awareness or background of tracking calories or understanding calories within foods if you maybe have um an understanding of that that might be a bit easier but to just kind of do that overnight is quite tricky and I think like Phil said it is doable to do it without tracking calories it but it might just take that little bit longer.
0: Yeah, I think I've had a lot of, well, both of us have had a lot of conversations in the past with clients where we've been on, whether it's just like a call about them or a consultation call or whatever it is. And it's quite often that clients or potential clients say to us, oh, you know, it really resonated me when with me when you spoke about this client on this post. And I get that post up and I'm like, oh yeah, she did incredibly well. We did this in like four months. This is where she was at. This is where she got to. This is how we did it. And sometimes they say, Oh, that's exactly what I want. But I don't want to track calories. And I always say, Well, look, disclaimer, before we get started, they did it by tracking calories. So therefore, there was more aware, there was more consistent of being aware. So therefore, their results are going to be quicker mm. than yours. Oh, no, 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 I want to do it in the same amount of time. Right? Well, again, another disclaimer, not probably going to be possible, not impossible, but I can't sit here and guarantee you that result, if you want the exact same result without going through the exact same process. So if you see someone on social media or on whatever it is, in a magazine, you like, oh, they did amazing. You have to be pretty much willing to do what they've done if you want the exact same results. So although we've run through all these different options, please don't think that every single option is going to give you the exact same result in the mm-hmm. same amount of time with the same difficulty, the same struggles, the same barriers. Everything you ever do in life is going to provide a different difficulty, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to say as well that, like we when we chat to a client we get a general idea of which approach is going to be best for them like I've got um like mums who and and this is going against what Phil said slightly in terms of I've got one mum who has been working with me oh I don't I can't remember maybe just before Christmas we started working together and she um we just didn't feel that calorie tracking would work for her right now uh so we've been taking that last approach we've just been doing the focusing on the habits side of things and some of the things we're going to be talking about now and she's lost over a stone mm. from doing that so it depends on the person and it depends on the struggles and the barriers and that that's what our job is to decide which approach is 100%. best for you um and i think knowing your kind of barriers and understanding where some of the habits that you maybe need to change is a really good starting point so hopefully now we'll be able to chat through three of the ones that we think would be a good starting point they may not be relevant for you it may not work for you again it's one of those we can give general advice but um obviously the one-to-one advice is the best because it's specific to you but these are our general three top tips these are
0: the things these are a starting point for me like if you're not doing these things these are the things that i would say definitely start doing now because they're going to have a positive impact even if they're not your struggle like these are things that you should potentially do so the first one we're going to run into is something we've probably spoken about before in the past and this is actually specifically related to the food that you're eating when you're building your meals on a day-to-day basis whether it's breakfast dinner tea or a snack if you can build those meals around protein and vegetables, not only are you going to fill up quicker, but you're going to feel fuller for longer. Which means that even if you're not tracking calories, even if you have no awareness of the calories that you're putting into your body, you're feeling fuller, quicker, and for longer. And as we all know, one of the biggest reasons people struggle to reduce the calorie intake is because they're always hungry. People say all the time, i am just never stop eating, Phil. just always hungry. I like, literally eat like 10 meals a day. I'm like, well, what are you eating? And when we speak about it, it's ten different types of donut. I'm like, well, that's why then mm-hmm. donuts aren't high in protein or vegetables. So and there's nothing not wrong the with you're... eating
1: donuts. So there's nothing wrong with eating whatever food you want, but they are going to make it. If if that's a large percentage of your diet, it's going to make it harder to be in a calorie deficit because you're going to get those quick spikes in sugar. It's going to drop really quickly, and you're going to feel hungry really quickly after it. Whereas protein and veg. It'll help eat you full for longer and then that sugar level drops in nice and slowly and gradually and keeps you feeling fuller for longer. So, yes, it's fine to include these different foods in your diet, but also other foods will make it easier to stick to a calorie deficit. Yeah,
0: and realistically, you want ease, don't you? Yeah. People want it to be easy, and then this, um, we'll go straight through into the second one because I think this is one of my favorite ones because this is the bit that people kind of like discredit and go, oh, "It's not really going to make much of a difference," but it does. It's huge.
1: That's awareness again, isn't 100%, it?
0: Hundred percent because a lot of people they don't really see food as an event. They are just kind of like running around, rushing about, eating food, throwing it down them, and then they get to the end of the day and they've had absolutely no idea what they've done. We want you to make your, if you can, every single meal, but especially the last meal of the day, create a relaxed environment before you eat it. Remove any distractions, so TV off, radio off, maybe have a little bit of music on in the background, something like that, but nothing that is gonna stop you from paying attention to what you're eating. Because as we've spoken about in the past, your brain cannot multitask. I know we've gone through these different stereotypes about our females are really good at multitasking and males aren't good at multitasking, both as bad as each other. No one can, the brain doesn't have the ability to do two jobs at once. What it does is, it flits between one job and the other. So if you're watching TV, and you're watching like a crime drama or something there's loads going on 12 people have just been murdered and then you find out it's been done by the police and then the prime minister's involved and you can't, like
1: a good series
0: i've been writing it's great <laughs> um and you're trying to pay attention to your bangers and mash on your plate i guarantee you every single person listening to this podcast right now will say done that before I looked down I went to grab some I was nothing left mm-hmm. I've eaten my tea I didn't even realise I was eating oh,
1: it or even better one when you're watching TV and you've got a bag of crisps or oh, a bag of chocolate yeah. and you go in and your hand's going in you don't even realise you're doing it and then you get to the end of the bag and you're, you bag it's, your hand hits the bottom of your bag yeah. and you're like no I didn't even know I was eating the I last just, one
0: just open these and then Jen turns to me have you eaten all these Phil I'm like I've not even had one yet <laughs> she smashed all the minstrels and I've not had a chance to have one
1: uh, minstrels you could have picked the better one you know, at them, not me
0: <laughs> backtrack then didn't you
1: Yeah, but I think it's a really important one and particularly like if you're um, working and eating at your desk and mm. trying to do both at once you you can eat past levels of fullness because you're not aware and you can eat too quickly and have all kinds of effects on your digestive system from shoveling food down your face without thinking about it um, but bringing attention to what you're doing and something that I've been working on with some clients at the moment is just taking a moment to pause before you eat anything and just actually like focus on the fact that you're about to eat food mm. like really just be like right I'm eating some food now because you're you then bringing your attention to the fact that you're actually eating rather than like say grabbing a biscuit putting it in your mouth and you are eating it before you've even realised that it's in your mouth
0: Absolutely, and then again another kind of Kinda brings them both together anyway, doesn't it? It's like awareness, but it is food decision. It's when you're actually making this meal, put less on your plate. It sounds dead obvious. But if you're the type of person that tends to overeat, like, guarantee you're gonna finish that plate. Like if I put X amount of food on the plate, it doesn't really matter, you're gonna finish it. And it doesn't matter how big that portion is. Make it really easy for yourself and just put less on that plate. And this is something we speak about a lot with clients whose boyfriends, husbands, partners, (laughs) yeah, they don't really They might not be on board with the idea that you're trying to lose weight. They might not really be aware of what you need to do. The first step is probably to have a chat to them and say, look, this is what I'm trying to achieve. This is what I want to do, but I need you to be on board with it because I need to make different decisions to you. You are, and I'm obviously going to be massively stereotypical, just to make my point. You're a six foot four, 95 kilo male. I'm a five foot eight, uh, 75 kilo female. Our needs are different. Mm-hmm. So if we both fill our plates with the same amount, it's going to have a different impact on me. It's going to have an impact that I'm then going to gain weight. So I need you to be on board. I need you to make sure that when we create a meal or when we cook something, that less goes on my plate. And me and Jen do it all the time. But yeah, we, I we think it I think it's a
1: massive one. The amount of people I've spoke to and they've said like, oh, my other half can just eat anything and, and never put on any weight. It's probably because you're eating the same as he's eating, but the portion size for him is correct, Mm -hmm. but for you is too much. So if you're looking at your plate and you've got the exact same as your other half, you want to start looking at reducing your portion size because as females, we don't need as many calories just because of the makeup of our bodies. We we literally don't need as much. So if you're looking at the plates and going, oh yeah, we've got a very similar amount here, just look at, like, throw a few of your... Cabs on his plate, or throw a few bit of your chicken protein on his plate, and just, just you don't have to cut anything out. Just have a small amount. Like we tend to do. Like um, you have two thirds, I have one third. Yeah, so like we put sure. two yeah. two spoonfuls on Phil's, one spoonful on mine. So he's always got that little bit more than me because he doesn't i he needs it i
0: don't yeah if you want to do it after cooking that works really well two spoonfuls and one and then you just you don't need to do the exact maths for it it's Mm. about two thirds isn't it yeah well sometimes we do it the other way around where we do it before like if we're cooking spaghetti or some Mm -hmm. kind of pasta we'll just put two pans on yeah fill them both with water put 50 grams in gems 100 grams in mine Mm -hmm. and then we don't need to worry about siphoning it out at the end like we can just we've got our own pan and if you're morning to wash two pans just pasta in it, just give it a wipe out and chuck it back in the cupboard. You need to wash a pasta pan.
1: Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think that's that's an absolute massive one and can make really, really big difference. And understanding that and your other half understanding that will be a big dif- will make a big difference.
0: So protein and veg in every meal, create a relaxed environment, be aware of what you're doing, put less on your plate. If you tend to overeat on everything, just make sure your portion size is reduced. Have a conversation with your partner, tell them what you're doing, tell them that you need a bit of help. Yeah. And they will.
1: So that is our top tips for tracking, well...
0: Not uh, tracking. Losing
1: weight while you're not tracking calories. But a nice little combination of both can work as
0: well. 100%. I think it's the, honestly, the best, 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 and longest, most sustainable results we've ever, ever got with clients. is clients who track...
1: For awareness.
0: Gain some awareness. Mm-hmm. And then from that, build up habits. Yep. And like I said, you don't actually need a target. It's nice to have a bit of a range... Yeah, to understand
1: where you should be aiming towards. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying just track for the sake of it, you know, but if you give yourself like a 200 calorie range that, oh, you might work it out, or you might even message us and say, look, I've no idea what my range should be. Well, we might say, well, it should be somewhere between 16 and 1800 once we've worked it out. Um, And that just gives you a bit of guidance, doesn't it? And it also allows
1: you to uh, listen to your hunger signals a little bit more as well. Mm. Because I think the thing is, when it comes to tracking calories, is people fall in the trap of just sticking to this number and seeing that as what the body needs every single day and our body does need slightly varying calories each day depending on what you're doing and how active you've been that day and how whether you do on your period or not so there is some flexibility so it's there as a guide but to be used alongside um listening to hunger signals as well and seeing it as a flexible thing um, but if you're not sure on that, just drop either as a DM because it is a different way of looking at calorie counting. <laughs> and you might
0: have heard this way of looking at it before, so you might be like, hang on, does that mean calories don't matter anymore? No, they do. They still mm-hmm. matter.
1: They're it's always just... going to matter. regardless girls the approach you take. They're mm-hmm. always going to matter.
0: So, Jen K, it's time.
1: And a spot.
0: It is. Jen's, uh, Jen's weak to put me on the spot. So before she does, if you listen to this podcast right now and you thought, do you know what? I've got a really funny question to ask Jen. I want you to DM me right now. Don't email me. DM me right now and say, this is the on-the-spot question for next week. I would really appreciate it. It makes my life easier. So, Jenk, over to you. Put me right. on the spot. I've got
1: two <laughs> questions from the same person. and I really, I really can't decide which one to pick. I
0: thought you were going to try and ask me two then, so that's not fair. Yeah. Double on the spot.
1: All right, I'm going to ask you one and then you have to guess who the person was.
0: Brilliant. I like this. This is even better. Go okay. on. Is that my question?
1: <laughs> it better be obvious. Okay. Do you like dragons?
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who was that one from? Phil? Uh,
0: from Becca? <laughs> Is that from Becca? I didn't fully uh, finish
1: it. You knew who it was from, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, of course I knew who it was from. Do you from. want to tell a story, Phil?
0: No. See you next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, do you like dragons?
0: Um. No. Hey dragons.
1: <laughs> do you hate Becca as well?
0: A lot. <laughs> that's nothing to do with the question that's just been asked. <laughs> but partly to do with the question that's just been asked. Do you,
1: you don't have to answer the question, but you could just tell the story, couldn't you?
0: Um, yeah, I could, yeah, if I wanted to, which I don't, so I'll see you next week. <laughs> no, I'm joking, yeah, so it was... Um...
1: Was that a housewarming, wasn't it? Was when it? When we moved into the flat, yeah it was that night
0: that's when we spoke about this do you know what to be honest with you, i know the joke and i know the question but i don't i don't understand the context well how did it come about i know it's becca I it know. was
1: when we're on that um night out and yes
0: we was in um was in manchester wasn't we and i was on becca's Was, it, was no was it bumble
1: bumble yeah yeah so <laughs> phil was going wild on becca's bumble <laughs> yeah so obviously <laughs> why she let him take control is beyond me because
0: becca knows i'm a trustworthy person um <laughs> Basically, obviously, I'm not on dating apps for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, and Becca was single at the time, wasn't she? Yeah. She's not single anymore, is she? No. Go on, Becca. Um, but I, I saw that she was on Bumble, so I was like, right, I'm getting involved. This will be all right, laugh. Because I'd never, I to be fair, I'd never been on Bumble anyway, even when I was single, so I didn't know how it worked. So she explained it to me. And apparently, I think if I remember right, that the girl has to speak first. Yeah. So I was like, right, this is brilliant. So I just started messaging the worst chat up lines that I could like possibly think of because she didn't care so I was like right I'm just going in with the worst things that I could possibly ever say to any other human um, and one of those was do you like dragons
1: if you want to know what the end of it is you're going to have to go and google it yeah there's no way that <laughs> it's I horrific Phil but, is a horrific human no I'm not I'm just kidding Becca is she was, was saying was... it on <laughs> it was very funny though I, mean, she's in a relationship. I think she... she's in a
0: relationship now so clearly worked. it didn't come from Bumble but is she in a relationship
1: it didn't come from any help from you it you did. sabotaged everything what
0: you don't know is that that's the way that becca chat anymore she <laughs> <laughs> walked over to him in a bar and said hey they dragons <laughs> yeah please um just google it just put that chat line do you like dragons um find the horrific answer that is after it uh, and enjoy your day
1: <laughs> it's really funny yeah. i love that you just attacked her
0: thing. Yeah, I do need to make a public apologies to anybody that I messaged off Becca's bumble that evening because <laughs> it was horrendous. I'd had a lot of wine. Like a lot. So much so that I don't fully remember the story and that's why Jen just started to remind me. Uh, but I remember doing it. I wasn't that uh-huh. drunk. Um I just get a bit excited after two bottles of wine, don't I? Yeah,
1: like winding people up. Mm-hmm. Like me constantly. It's it nice that somebody else one. got it for once. Mm-hmm. Anyway, before no, we go on. have not, don't <laughs> worry. Um I was going to say, oh, we've got a favour to ask before you go. Mm -hmm. So, if you like listening to us ramble on every single week, can you do us a massive favour? If you've not already subscribed, subscribed. subscribe. And then. Big
0: subscribe button. Yeah. Big one.
1: And then head down to uh, our like our page and like press on those stars and give us like some more stars.
0: Preferably the fifth star. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then here's the big one because this really really helps to grow our podcast and get people more people seeing our seeing hearing mm-hmm. our wonderful voices. And mm-hmm. um, if you just leave a little review, um, we would massively appreciate it. Um.
0: It doesn't even need to be like a really long one. No just say like
1: just you two are spectacular and you make my day i've never walked as much in my entire life whilst laughing my head off in absolute hysterics at the pure hilarity whilst also learning
0: or alternatively you could leave an honest one and just say this was okay Full stop. <laughs> totally up to you so totally we'll leave that
1: you. one with you and yeah. on that note we will say see you later
0: have a incredible week we'll catch up with you again next week. Bye. See
1: you then. Before you go, make sure to hit the link in the podcast notes to update us on how many steps you've done on today's walk well, That's listening to us two jabber on. Each week we'll update you on the total number of steps you fantastic listeners have done.
0: And if you haven't already, please don't forget to like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and anything else you can do to the podcast that makes us all really great.